The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it. I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down, crying. Uh, it turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer. Oh, a fake? Yeah. Whoa. As I say, dick. <laughs> Welcome to Eurovisions, episode fifty-five. The one after the in-stock sale, as they would say in uh, in Friends episodes naming uh, parlance. And uh, we all survived. We're all still here. We didn't post any money posts in the in the groups. Um, no, when the um, the seriously large boxes arrive at my house, I might not survive that. But at the moment, <laughs> I uh, I'm fine. Well, I got my shipping notice for the for the in-stock. So, have you got your Poxus one yet? <laughs> no, alas, no. Which is oh. the non-sweary version of what I want to say to you, John. No. Basically, okay. they're going to send out all the in-stock stuff, and then finally, at the end of everything, they're going to send me my box of stuff. I think. Like, what's I think this, what's, I think, this I think box, what's this box back here? Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why, we really why have reached that point. I think with the me, size of everyone else's. Yeah. <laughs> throw them in. Uh, they would throw you in an extra figure, only they can't fit it. <laughs> no, just to confirm in case that, that was a joke, I have not got my uh, in-stock order, uh, not to uh, completely uh, throw people into a, a, a tizzy, checking their emails. Uh, they won't come for another couple of weeks. Uh, but I really do hope that people post in the groups that they've got their in-stock shipping before Rich has got his, because then we will have a meltdown so on our hands. Just mean. <laughs> well, it's it's yeah, bad for the podcast as well. I mean, I have a I have a big pile of boxes figures there that I want to talk about, but <laughs> but uh, you know, <laughs> I can't do it. Listen, listeners, unfortunately, I can't say what I want to say to John at the moment because we've said no f words in an ideal world. So um, <laughs> I'll just I'll just sit quietly here. John, John's Will getting it? his own back for the uh, the. Uh, no, I'm Game just, figures, I'm just desperately <laughs> running across my soundboard looking for uh, yeah. this button. <laughs> the problem is, once I start, as we found out a couple of weeks ago when we recorded one of these listeners, um, I dropped the F-bomb so much, we just had to cut that segment completely yeah. And, yeah. and re-record it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and as we're doing this Thursday night for a Friday morning upload, I'd appreciate it if I didn't have to do that kind of stuff. So, so let's uh, let's carry on. Um um, but yeah, so uh, in case you're not familiar with us, uh, I'm John and that's the lovely voices of Rich and Mal over in the UK. Um, yeah, Hello. Mal, you, uh, you, were, uh, you were a busy boy tonight texting us uh, uh, before we get on to the Legions in stock sale, but you were texting us about another little uh, sale that was going on for another line that yes, we're, we're uh, fans of. Oh yes, I'm sure a few of the people who listen to this are also fans of the current G.I. Joe classified line and I was saying we should do a little bit about that at the start of the show. Well, yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, tell us what happened. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I was sort of, it was a bit of a quick skim 
through the fan uh, through the reveal stream uh the high points i thought we'd mention were they talked about the current uh comic book run that is going on which they're calling the energon universe energon of course being the thing that powers transformers and this is by a, a new comic company called skybound and the energon universe is made up of comic book called void rivals they're doing a relaunch of transformers and they're doing a relaunch of gi joe in the form of a comic book called duke focusing on duke obviously from the really uh, i thought it would be uh, that would be roadblock (laughs) (laughs) hopefully it's flint because he's a better character than duke (laughs) i think duke's the star man over there isn't he okay Um, that's interesting uh, that they well they did already do a crossover with Transformers for some exclusive didn't it's, they? It's been a big thing. It's for a few years and years and years. It's been one of the crossovers they've done is Transformers versus GI Joe. Um, yeah, I remember before, reading Transformers just, comics as as a kid, and there was every now and again you get some GI Joe issues in a row, sort of thing. Um, sorry, the fourth in the series of this this Energon universe is Cobra Commander, um, which, which is focusing on him. And I th- I'm not sure if it's meant to be the creation of G.I. Joe and the creation of Cobra that's happening or it's just, just a different take on it because mm. we've had other Joe characters in there already and other Cobra characters in there. So I'll let you know how that's going because I'm actually collecting them um, and been reading them. So, And they're good. They're very good. Void Rivals is actually, and this is being driven by Robert Kirkland. Oh, who he's is, good. As people will know. The writer of uh, Walking Dead. Yes. So, uh, yeah, it's Void Rivals actually been my high point of it all as well. So, very good. Um, anyway, so they did name only reveals, which were the Saw Viper and uh, for Cobra and Dial Tone. Um, Dial Tone. Do we, do, do we even one. have Dial Tones anymore with the modern phones? <laughs> I know, yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> what's he going to be called? Yeah, iPhone on hold. <laughs> to, pay yeah, Apple, yeah. to pay Apple billions in licensing in the, their new figures called iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, they could just like call a... it the German version of a mobile phone, which is called Handy. <laughs> which, okay. I feel like... Yeah, yeah, I feel like he could do a joke, but let's not. But uh, I often no. <laughs> spoke. I often spoke to people over here, you know, who um, they they were surprised we don't call it handy because they just thought it came from English. <laughs> well, you know, because it does sound yeah. like you know the English word for hand, and also maybe useful, you know. Um, uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's a German <laughs> German word. There you go. There so, you go. We have handy, yeah, and then, dial tone. <laughs> <laughs> Cobra brothel, handy. Um, uh, ren- and then they did the render reveals, which were pretty cool, I've got to say. Uh, retro Beachhead, which it's exactly how Beachhead should have looked. <laughs> um, I'm a bit that original Beachhead was good, though, wasn't it? It was all right. It was it was one that was still had like the armor plates on the boots, which for him didn't work for me. Okay, um, this looks more like the original vintage figure, obviously. Uh, a retro Cobra eel. Cobra eel was one of my first figures as a kid for GI Joe, 
but I actually think I prefer the more recent new version they did of that to the look of this one. Um, Retro Snow Serpent. I think the Snow Serpent seems to have been very popular. This looks great. This looks exactly like the vintage one. I think I actually prefer it. (laughs) Um, And then I don't think this was retro. This was uh, like the modern line. It was the Cobra Ferret, which is a vehicle. Looks a bit like a um, four-wheel bike kind of thing with uh, obviously rocket launchers on the back, as you do, Um, and comes with the Cobra Ferret Scout driver, who is female figure who looks really cool because she's sort of got motocross-style chest armor and a, a oh, removable cool. motocross helmet yeah. so this is new uh this must be new tooling in the line then as well is it yes yeah i think so cool, cool. yeah very cool but yes they were just sort of the highlights and then of course they showed off the figures that they've put up for pre-order today tells everyone we're doing this thursday um yeah you know uh which is why i've asked rich really not good. to swear <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all three of us have jumped on the, some of those figures various ones yeah haven't we? i mean they are the so, two dreadnoughts figures which are like they're awesome those dreadnoughts figures if anyone is into action figures in whatever uh way shape or form they're definitely worth getting and comes with a little monkey dude yeah, One of them. with an eye patch <laughs> <laughs> I will say the only bit that bugs me is Norga Hyde has the armoured boots that I complained about on Beachhead. <laughs> but it doesn't look too bad with the way he's designed. I don't mind it so much with him. I could always buy something else and replace them. But I, I never realised that the uh, the monkey and the, the warthog or wild boar or whatever it is had names. So it's pork belly and yobbo. Yeah, I love that. Pork, <laughs> pork belly. belly is, is a great name for a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pork belly. Uh, I mean, pork belly. It sounds uh, like a nice Sunday lunch. Big. <laughs> Very nice. I love pork belly. Mm, um, crispy. He's quite a big, chunky uh, warthog as well. Um, might go with legions. I think he might. Mm. I think it might be big enough to feel like it works for legions. He does look substantial. Yeah. Why not? I think you know warthog is a kind of a it's a kind of an animal that the scale is flexible enough you know you can have bigger and smaller warthogs it's a bit like you know uh, if you had a boar or something it would be the same you could have a big one or a small one so um, there's a little bit of wiggle room there made me want to buy a second one (laughs) (laughs) just think the same yeah And then John has an army of warthogs suddenly in, in Mythic Legion. <laughs> yeah, but then I need more Borear as well, so. Oh, it's a tricky life. It's a tricky life. Not really. It's a great no, life. No, no. It's a wonderful life. It is. It's great. Very good. So that's Joe. So uh, I think uh, we, we might get around to doing another Patreon Joe episode uh, as more and more stuff comes in. I see those things are coming in middle of the summer. That sounds like a happy time. 15th of July. That's it. Kids will just be off school. The courier will go, ding dong, here's your dreadnoughts. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no worries about stiff joints because it'll be roasting hot. So um, everything everything will be beautiful in the world. Um, yeah, so then we also, to rewind back a bit into what we want to talk about for your allegiance purposes... 
uh, especially is the in-stock sale. So how did we go at the weekend? I know, Rich, that you were uh, on the bathroom floor of your mum's house in Anglesey to try and get the best <laughs> reception on your phone. I was, yeah. I, I was Not relying to paint on 4G. that anyone um, wants to hear, but... Yeah. Obviously, I was naked and what covered in baby oil while I was doing do, What sort of 4G <laughs> do you have over there, though, that it's that bad? Like, I've never had problems with 4G. No, it's... I don't know what it is. It's just... I don't know. It's just a North Wales dead spot or something. I bet you it's 3G, but they just write 4 on it, you know? It's like, <laughs> cross it out with the marker and go, yeah, that's 4G. To be honest, yeah. I'm, I'm sat there and it's got 4G and then I move like an inch to my left and it goes to H+. <laughs> and you're like, oh my goodness me, okay. It's like dial-up internet standard. Oh God. Yeah. Okay, yes. yeah. So, so um, yeah, so I didn't get on the site until 10 minutes after the sale had started because I was trying to, well, trying to get a connection. Get I was my then. phone a couple of times and this sort of again. You definitely didn't get the pins then. <laughs> No, <laughs> although we had, fine, a, we had established last week that you weren't going for the pins. Um, yeah. and were you going for the, the Valiant Knight? Was that uh, something that you, you were going no, for? No, that wasn't something I was bothered about, actually, as it's, as it's the same figure, basically, as Sir Elijah, yeah. etc. I'm just going to get a load of him instead. So, yeah. no, I left Valiant Knight for everybody else. I see. That's although so, with him selling out in 15 so minutes, uh, not many people got him, I don't think. No, that's true. But look, you were going to anyway just put yours on eBay, so you've saved us all that. So. <laughs> I would have kept it if I'd got one, thank you. <laughs> well, I got a few, and uh, one of the guys, uh, Ralph, in our Patreon, was uh, he didn't get one, and he was a bit disappointed, and I said, I'll sell him one of mine for basically cost, because you include the import uh, duties, so... um yeah, I'm I'm happy so to hundred uh, euros. Yeah, that was how much it no. cost, wasn't it? <laughs> no. That's reserved for our, our friends, the authorized retailers at Retro Toys Hamburg in Germany, who are just scalpers. So uh anyone in Europe don't buy uh legions from them. They have four Valiant Knights on their uh eBay site for uh hundred euros. You know? That's, that's nothing for the community. You know, yeah. that's just as a retailer, that's ridiculous. It's like don't do it. Yeah. Exactly. No, I've heard of some other retailers that are that have uh, have managed to get some, and they will probably put them up for around sixty, which I think is fair, because they're buying them at uh, probably a higher price than if they're getting their uh, you know their fifty euro stock. You know, the standard figures cost fifty euros. They probably have to pay a bit less than the thirty seven to the horseman for them anyway. So, I think if they put their regular markup on them and just sell them to their uh, loyal customers. Brilliant. But these other clowns, I mean, you know, and they also have, you know, on their eBay site, the same, same company, authorized retailer, that's Retro Toys Hamburger, Hamburg. Avoid, don't avoid hamburgers, just avoid them. Um, Demistrios for, uh, for 90 euros, they have up there. Walter Mythic and Vorgus, the same, 90 euros. Silverhorn Sentry, 90 euros up there. 100 quid for the ogre. This is really doing a service to the community, isn't it? Thank you, Retro Toys Hamburg. You will uh, never be getting any of my business. I don't care if you're the last retailer in Europe. I'd rather walk to New Jersey now than to buy stuff off you. Yeah, for sure. It's just no reason for it to be that expensive. No. no that but would it's make just, a hell of a podcast, like, John. We could do a series, you walking to New Jersey. <laughs> Barefoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm now. How would I do that? How would I do the bit across the sea? Yeah. 
I guess. Well, you drown quickly, uh, yeah. but you could try walking it. Yeah, I do know, like, there's a guy from, uh, actually, Galway in Ireland, near from where I'm from, who rowed across the Atlantic he, he, in a in a small boat uh, from the Canary Islands, um, solo, yeah. Mm. And he documented solo it on Instagram. He did it for, like, charity and stuff, and, uh, yeah, he nearly died. There was a very sad story, um, same thing, uh, very recently, somebody from, I think, from the southwest in the UK, Road from the Canary Islands trying to get to America uh, and died on the way. Yeah, that's very, uh, yeah, it's very just, possible. They just because, found him dead in his boat. It was just like, wow. Yeah, because um, there is a stretch there in the middle that, depending on the weather, it can be really ropey. Uh, now, usually these type of things, they do have like a support uh, boat or whatever uh, that can try and help them. But usually, if they're doing it for a certain reason, they're very reluctant to, to find the support. But I guess there's one or two crazy people that just try and do it, you know, on their own bat, which is really, really tough. Uh, yeah, so, but anyway, that's what I'd rather do than uh, than buy off these guys. So just beware. Uh, don't like to be generally negative on this show too much, but uh, that really got on my goat this week, I have to say. And they've often done it. I've already reported one of their listings on eBay once because they listed a headless horseman figure only. Uh, but the horse was in every single picture and it was not clear in the description. Oh, that's naughty. Yeah, you know. So, uh, yeah. And they've never, not, not, none of their stuff is competitively priced. Even the retail figures are always five or six, seven uh, above what uh, the standard retail prices would be. So, yeah, just forget about it, you know. But there's another retailer up there in Hamburg that does a similar thing. So um, maybe it's the, the weather up there. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the My cost of living is higher. I had yeah. a lovely time. Oh, Hamburg as a city is great. Yeah. Maybe the cost of living is higher up there, so we need to we need to factor in that. Anyway, uh, yeah. So how how else did you make out then, Rich? On uh, on the uh, on the old uh, order. Yeah. How, you how know, many um, figures was the total? I, I, look, well, if my wife listens to this, she does bought listen. seven. If she's not, uh, I bought 49. Why didn't you buy 50? I mean, come on, round it up here. I was trying to make myself feel better by not hitting the 50 mark. <laughs> I think, and did I you, think, sorry, that's the yeah. point. I was going to say, I think it's getting to the point that if there are any stocks or shares going in the Four Horsemen studio, Rich will probably be paying for them at this point. <laughs> so you might as well just give them to him. <clears throat> Yeah, no, I um, I did my normal trick of, you know, I, I quite methodically, I've spoken to you guys before now, plan out what I want to buy because, you know, what customs I'm going to make and all this sort of stuff. And then I did what I always did. I went on planning to buy, I think it was like 39 maybe, and then came off for 49. Wow. Like, well, I got a couple more of that because that's quite cool. And another one of that because I could do something in the future with that. And yeah, before I knew I mean, I, I think long run, figures. it's the right idea if you want a lot of figures because uh, none of these would be available at retail, the cheaper ones. Yeah, and even no, if they were, even if they are, so it is a little thing. Okay, you're big into customs and you want to load bodies, um, you know, to to kind of make into customs. You know, you can yeah, you can get the thirty seven or the fifty retail figures, or you can save up for a little while and invest heavy in this type of wave. So, yeah, no, absolutely. And I was I was telling this to another UK collector who was messaging me about something else the other day. And he was like, oh, Four Horsemen got a sale up. And I was like, yeah, 
He's like, oh, but there's import duty. And I was like, seriously, you will never, ever. I mean, half the figures you won't even see at retail because they're, yeah. they're never going to be there. And then they're so cheap. And he ended up buying a load himself. So, you know, it is, it's the way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you see people, and it's funny because it is a lot of the UK people complaining about the price because of the import and all that. But actually, realistically, the more you buy, the closer to the... I mean, we're never going to get the equivalent dollar price, are we? Well, people but, are, it's a lot of, it's always this kind of gap in information and knowledge um, because people just go, oh, import duties, don't want to pay them. So avoid, avoid, avoid. And then complain yeah. every time there's a post about, uh, oh, like, why can't, why don't you have, uh, you know, sell it over here? Uh, instead of looking and seeing, okay, if they sold it over here, <laughs> they might be selling for, more expensive than if you imported it uh, or yeah, get together exactly. with a few people in the group like I did an order for two other guys in in the EU we went we went together I, I bought all the figures so I think my order was 24 figures but only half of them are for me and uh, I have I think five and seven figures for two other guys the guy in France and yeah guy in uh, Lithuania so um, I, I work I worked it out. It was like $26 a figure. Mm-hmm. By the time I bought the figure, paid shipping, and paid the 20% import VAT that I get hit with over here, it worked out at £29 a figure. Yeah. You know, that's still so much cheaper than you're ever, ever going to find them at any other time. So yeah, it's like, well, go for it. And then think about what what you are buying over here for that product. G.I. Joe that we talked about aren't far off that. And I'm sorry yeah. for me, Legion still smash. The Joes, as good as the Joes are in terms of quality and what comes with them, Legion still smash Joes out of the water as well. Yeah. And then yep. there's other worse than Joes that are equally, if not more, expensive. So, yeah, um, it's definitely but, worth it. Like, with the other two guys going together with me, um, so the guy that got five figures, he has to pay me $21 in shipping. So, if he got five direct from the horseman, I think the cheapest he's going to get is probably probably forty or fifty. Uh, but yeah. because we did a bigger order together, he pays twenty one, and the guy with seven pays thirty, and then I'm paying fifty for my twelve. So, you know, I think that's very reasonable. And then, yeah, there will be a, you know, the import charges, but you know, that's like the same as a guy in a, in America paying his local tax sales tax for, for whatever his no, state is, yeah. if they have sales tax. So that side of it, you just have to accept is, is in the price. The shipping is always the thing that I could understand people being a bit wary of if they want one or two figures. But once yeah. you could do bigger bundled orders or combined orders, go together with a few trusted people, you can do it. You can definitely do a good deal, you know? Yeah. Particularly at those, um, any you sorry Mel, any UK buyers at the twenty six dollars a figure, you could buy four four of those and shipping, and it will still come out at less than one hundred and thirty five pounds. So there'll be no import duty to pay. So you know you can get stuff for a good price. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, find a couple of people that maybe want to go together, and uh, you know, it's time now. There's a week or two before uh, before they close the sale, and. Uh, I just did a look. They have 29,600 figures still left for sale on the website. If you put the maximum in your cart. (laughs) Um, But there you go as well. What does that tell us that 
they're not short of stock. And no. That's the other sort of thing is, oh, so, oh, they're so limited. They're so short of stock. It's like, well, they're not, are well, they? There's no, a lot of But like, we there. might be looking back in a year's time at this was the, do you remember that time they had all the figures, you know? It'll be one of those oh. stories. Uh, I was mm, there yeah. and there'd be new people in the in the group going, what? And people were complaining, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, say there's another virus now next September or something, you know, uh, like obviously we don't want that to happen, but, you know, just say something happened and uh, then obviously it went, you know, production shut down in China for six months or something. Uh, you'd be you'd be dreaming of this time. <laughs> you'd be dreaming of this time. I mean, like there is... Uh, 3,259 shadow orcs still to be purchased for 26 apiece, you know? Wow. Despite me buying as many as I could. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How many of them did you get, Rich? Oh, that's a listener question for later, Mal, so I will oh, save right, that okay. answer. Yeah, of course, yes. And <laughs> then uh, the Ogre Scale accessory pack, you know, the one that was probably going for a bit of money at some stage, there's like 640 of them. That's the, that's the Nate Birch set. That's it. If people haven't got one of them, seriously get one. Yeah. That along with the, uh, well, with any of the Ogre scale figures is one of the best figures you'll get in the line. Yeah. Gold so. Knight probably going for a couple of a hundred quid on the eBay six months ago. There's now 1,700 of them for $26. One of the best skeletons in the line so far, the Walter exclusive, or, you know, the Walter Legion's Con one, over 2,000 of him, still there. You know? Incredible. Um, He's beaten, so so uh, for me, the Walter uh, Legion's and Cosmic, I think it, it almost shows you the difference in people liking Legion's and Mythic and Cosmic. There's 2,800 of the myth of the cosmic and 2100 of the mythic so i think that's the gap oh yeah maybe i need in to percentage back terms more waters <laughs> <laughs> yeah it wouldn't be a bad little investment you know uh, but yeah i i think see i'd like to you'd kind of like to know what's coming next <laughs> to really to really make a decision here yeah. you know? Um, but well, yeah, it would be very, thing, it, because it'll be very tempting on the, they say, oh, in two weeks time, they say it's closing on Wednesday. You know, I think we should definitely have a chat and see if we want to do a little combined order. <laughs> yeah. I'm again, despite buying as many figures as, as I did, I'm still sat there thinking, yeah. oh, I can maybe go back for another small order and you're like, no, no. Well, if we do a combined order, I mean, I'm happy to get them shipped here, Rich, and then, you know, we can sneak them in the back door. In uh, in Bristol, at some Whoa, point. that's what Steve Bouchotti does. <laughs> this because I don't do that with mine. <laughs> okay, when you're when you you know we'll we'll put them in the garage when you're uh, yeah you know when your wife's at work and uh, what are you saying about her. what are you saying about who knows what's coming next, John? I, I don't know if you guys have listened to all of the Cornboy interview on our fellow podcasters Legion's Lounge. If mm-hmm. you haven't, it's a superb interview. And yeah, great to see Cornboy back on his feet a bit and uh, getting better. And uh, hopefully he'll be he'll be up in time for Legion's Con twenty twenty four. Jesus, twenty twenty four. Still, still absolutely. But he said something, um, and he was like, you know, oh yeah, you know, I can't talk about what's coming out. Trevor, you probably know though because you're probably got them and taking photographs so it's like well something's coming out relatively soon yeah 
<laughs> well, that's another question that we got. So we have a couple of listener questions to, I think, round us out tonight. So uh, we'll get to them later. Um, and there is a couple of questions maybe about uh, that might generate a little bit of discussion about what's coming next. Um, but yeah, I mean, follow the normal course of events. You probably two, there's probably two waves of figures between now and uh, uh, GCon. At least, oh, definitely. and a couple yeah. of figures. At least, you know. Um. So yeah, there's there's money to be spent. I'm just I'm just hoping at some point there's something I don't want to be. <laughs> I mean, I mean this in the <laughs> nicest possible way. For example, the three foot dragon, amazing. I love I love it. I'd be happy for everyone, but I will pass on it for sure. Probably regret it in two years' time. I won't be able to resist it. I'll, I'll be going. I think I, no room, I, think I could <laughs> uh, save my money and uh, pick up some other stuff. So I think if they do the three foot dragon, yeah, Mal will be podcasting while looking round the edge of the three foot dragon. <laughs> yeah. That's the only place I had it was my table, but I've got it. I had to get it. Yeah, Mal, we can't we can't stay over in your place if you get a three foot dragon. Then we're done. There's no <laughs> there's nowhere for me and Rich to sleep. <laughs> pretty much true <laughs> we, we could do the next we can do the next meetup down here guys i got a couple of inflatable mattresses we're all good probably, uh, very good it's probably the, the way we should be going well yeah I'd be very happy to check out Bristol and of course you should also come over here but that's uh, nice. that's a bit more difficult to get uh, two people across the border than one but uh, yeah we'll work on it we'll work on it just to confirm despite what that sounded like John is not a people smuggler <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now with this Apple podcast uh, transcribing everything, I could have a knock on the door, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, immigration. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm from the EU, I swear. <laughs> what about the other people you have? Uh, <laughs> this Richard and Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, they're British. Why is, <laughs> get them out of the door. Why is, there a handy? <laughs> Why is there a naked American in your in your swimming pool? Well, that's just Travis. He lives there now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he came once, couldn't get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Mal, uh, not to neglect you, how did you get on? Did you did you get the pins? Oh, oh come no, on. Exactly. I didn't get the pins. Did you go straight uh, for the pins go- or did you? I did. I did. Yeah. Straight in, straight for the pins. Wow. Got it as far as checking out. It was spinning, you know, about to send me my thanks for your order. And it, no, it sold out. And it was, mm. it was heartbreaking. Did you go for the big set? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's the only. That's the only one to go for, isn't it? I mean, the others are cool as well. well but the Celtus pin went would have for been the big, cool. No, I didn't go for the Celtus pin. I went for the big set and the light, uh, light and dark set. Oh which yeah, did last a bit longer, but but of course they were. You know, the shipping on them wasn't worth wasn't worth buying going. them on their own. So yeah, yeah. yeah it was weird um, for me. I don't know if it happened for you, but the only half the figures loaded initially not even half no initially pins. it was like the um, top line loaded yeah and then i did a couple of refreshes and then i decided okay i'm just going to start and you know because i had my list of figures and because i was buying for two other guys i was much more uh, uh careful than i normally would be you know if i'm ordering for myself if i miss something okay whatever i didn't want to miss anything for these guys if i if i could help it especially through my own stupidity you know um yeah. And then I saw the pins pop up and I was like, oh, I just put them in. And then I said, OK, I'm going to check out now with what I have in my basket and then do another order because it'd be worth it with the pins. 
And yeah, they, as soon as I went to check out, it was like sold out. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I had a similar thing. I had a similar thing. It was like the top line and then the top three lines. Then it all popped up. Yeah. Grabbed the pins. But yeah, it was, they were gone. They were gone by the time that happened. That was minutes into it. It's too late then. <laughs> yeah, true. And then I saw Bill from Dorfler said he got he got the set. So that's brilliant. It goes to someone like him. And yeah. He's talking yeah. about maybe giving them away uh, on I his know, streams, which is brilliant. Things. I mean, you know, such a cool thing. Some people and some people could still moan that, oh, you're splitting up the set. <laughs> He's giving them away for free. Yeah, Stop it, guys. Yeah. You know, when you say could moan, 100% people will moan. <laughs> yeah. No problem with him giving them away. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Ass. I mean, uh, yeah. And okay. Okay. Like, if you're OCD about it, of course you want them all. If you're OCD about, go on to eBay, I'm sure there's a set. Is there a set? Uh, let's have a look, actually, while we talk. Probably um, at some point there will be. But otherwise, wouldn't it be awesome just to win a win a dork on the Dork Lair live stream, win win a prize and you get you get one of the pins? Yeah. Uh, that makes it even more special. It comes from Dork Lair and it's a, it's a little prize, uh, you know, a, a very rare item. And I really and do I've hope in say, some shape or form they do the faction pins again. They can be completely different color scheme than than they've done so far to differentiate them. Like black and white would be cool, like like they are on the website. Um, I would imagine. Yeah, I, I think. I was going to say, I'd imagine with George's love of pins and that sort of stuff, they're, they're bound to do a, a rerun of those yeah. in some sort. Yeah. Of I think it's just a, a question of how do they release them, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I hope that maybe, like, maybe. sorry, Malia, maybe we'll get. I don't know, no, because Jeremy's already hinted at uh, at con exclusives for Legions, can't Anthony? Um, I was going to say maybe the, 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 rather than do the con exclusives and that, they could do things like the pin sets with whatever the big reveal is going to be. But but no, he's already hinted. He was talking about. I can't remember which episode of Mythic Conversations it was now, whether it was the most recent one or the one before. Someone asked about um, Legion's Con tickets and he said he'd sort of like to wait till the uh, Con exclusives are more defined and consolidated. Oh, yeah, so. that's another thing we have to look forward to to the um, yeah. to the announcement of. So that's that's always fun. And I think I think last year it was pretty early in the year that they announced the August one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, it was maybe it, early you know, summer. It was, it was, I think it was earlier than that. I, oh. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I was thinking March. Yeah, right. So that'd be great if they did something like that again now. That would yeah, be cool. Be yeah. cool. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say is, uh, Dork Claire, as if I didn't think it could get any better, the toy tuber stuff he's doing. Oh, awesome. the interviews, <laughs> the, 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 yeah, the yeah. all of them. I mean, you had Dan Dan Larson, brilliant interview. Yeah. He just and brilliant yeah. interview. In that the quality is good. I mean, obviously, these are guys that have a YouTube channel, so they have the gear. But really well done. He lets them speak. He he, he has nice questions and it's very casual and relaxed. It's a really nice uh, conversation. Um, he also had um, Nolan Collects on. He was great as well. Um, and, and he has had Robo recently, uh, which was excellent. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, I don't know which I liked most. I mean, Robo I listened to the other day was was probably the most recent. It sticks in my head. But the Dan Larson one, 
he's a very interesting fella, you know. And yeah. Nolan is such a nice guy, and he's in he's in our little community as well. So, and he yeah. came across really well. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, I met Nolan at um, Legion's Con last year. Him and his um, partner, wife, whatever, and they both seemed really genuinely nice people. So, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That is very cool. Oh, yeah, so, Owen yeah, had Victoria's course, Cantina is... as well. Um, she's interesting too. She's a oh, Star Wars so collector. Cool. Collector, yeah, that was good. Um, oh, I missed that one. That, that's okay, sort of popped up. But yeah, he did. Um, I remember him talking about how maybe they don't do as well as some of his other videos. But I do think maybe it's not the format it's sometimes just the guest because people if they don't know the guest they probably don't think is inclined to turn in no matter how interesting they might be because like robo is already up on 2.6k views which is his kind of you know he's a rakagor review got you know a little bit more but not much so you know that's his kind of uh you know that's a good uh viewing figure for him so yeah um i guess and dan larson got 1k views so I guess it's still doing okay for him, you know. Yeah, plus yeah, it's on his podcast feed as well, so I'm sure there's plenty of people that are listening in on the podcast feed. Yes, for sure. I was going to say what I actually bought in terms of the in stock sale, which we yeah. got. We got <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I just, <laughs> just bought a couple of Walters and a, a Vorgus, and that was it for me. Oh wow! So just stocking up on on the Legion's kind of exclusives. Did you yeah, get a? Well, did um, you get Legion builders? Uh, did you get the all-in that time or anything? I did, yes. Oh, you yeah, got the I'd already in. got okay. them. And and when I initially got them, I was like, oh, I quite fancy. Excuse me. And then when I was putting them out the other week, I was like, oh, I quite fancy another one of these, another one of those. But at the moment, it didn't feel like a priority, especially with the reveal of the retailer wave. I want the for sure rice. <laughs> I want to put a bit of money. You want to put that, a bit of yeah. yeah, that's something to 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 note as well. So that's going up tomorrow, the day this is well, the day this podcast is out first of March. That's yeah. those are up. Yeah. And you basically yeah. have the whole of March to guarantee your pre order in that if a retailer pre orders they need to tell their the horseman how many they want at the start of April. So it's likely that they'll still remain in stock after after end of March, of course. But if you want to be guaranteed, you get, um, you know, 10 or whatever. If you want 10 of the Cosmic, for example, like Mal, um, you know, stick your me. order in, in, in March <laughs> anyway. Um, and most of them, they either take a small deposit or, or they don't take anything. So it's not like, it's not going to cause you cash flow problems today. <laughs> Tomorrow, well, yes, well, today. Important. Oh. Um, Emporium of cool, it's the uh, paying installments, isn't it? So you pay an initial fee. Okay. Uh, or you can, or you pay full amount up front, but I'd rather. Okay, you don't pay, models, um, I'd rather. you can't pay at time of delivery, no? No, no. They don't trust you. They don't trust you. <laughs> I don't know. I, in some ways, I'd prefer them to do it like that because it, it maybe keeps yeah. their cash flow going and less chance that in a year <laughs> we're going, ah, all oh, my money's gone. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and I've got no figures. But if they disappear in a year and you've already given them the money, that's also bad, no? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it is, but yeah, hopefully it keeps them going. Actually, just uh, just as a shout-out to our friend Anthony Housel, 
The Cavern Dwarf Legion builder is the lowest of the Legion, the reinforcements to wave in terms of stock at the moment. There's only 223 of them left. What about the Deluxe Dwarf? That, that has, uh, no, that's still there. And that is the lowest of those as well. It's 479. People are after uh, see my cards. My question would be, though, pockets. I was going to say, my question would be, were those two made in small numbers? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> One, two, three. Um, yeah, okay. Well, Anthony, uh, answers on a postcard. Your allegiance podcast, Europe. Yeah, uh, no, I picked up those deluxe dwarves are so good. I picked up a couple more of those. Yeah, I was going to get sale. Them. I, I have a few. Still up up in my uh, storage, so I didn't get any more of those, but I got a couple more caverns. Um, always good to have dwarf parts because you want to make a dwarf custom and then you don't have the essential parts. Yeah. It's not like you can repaint even. <laughs> it's like, you know, they are different parts. They're they're smaller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. they're quite valuable. They're valuable until you get the two-pack and then they're like, throw them in the bin. Well, I, I, I still have the dwarf one I bought off you, John, <laughs> um, that time. So, but it would be, might be worth having a couple more for what you, for exactly what mm. you said. It's it's just useful to have those, it is useful, those parts, yeah. isn't it? It is indeed, yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, so, and what else? I Oh, yeah, so I got the four Valiant Knights. So I was the only one of, of us to get the Valiant Knights. Interesting. Um, and what else did I get? I got a, an extra Vorgus. I told you about the shoulder pad thing that I wanted. So I'll nick a shoulder pad out of him and then see if I do some sort of custom with the rest of him. Um, I also got uh, yeah, a couple of Cavern Dwarfs for parts. Um didn't go oh i got another orc as well because i think they're um that's quite a unique figure and i love the parts on it and that you know even if you just put a few of them on a the shelf they look great yeah or yeah. just with the even just with a head um what else did i get um was tempted to get another gold knight but i has a, as i got them at legion's con i got maybe one or two extras of him i think i'm good and I uh, got an extra Silverhorn Sentry because he can never have enough of them. Um, I got a, the, a Walter, one of each of the the Walters. Um, oh no, no, I think I got two of the Cosmics maybe. And I got a Demistrios because you needed Demistrios in your collection. He was one I was Greek tempted to get gone. more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Demistros. There's no, there's no extra ice. Demistros. Oh, Demistros with feta cheese. And I was calling Demistros for ages, and then I suddenly looked and went, "Oh no, it's Demistros." Okay, okay. It's Demistros. The, come... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing that did come to mind with him, <laughs> of course, is that cape. I mean, that cape alone oh. is another one of those. Shoot, yeah. And this one probably will come with the cape from the yeah. box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we forget these things too soon. Um also I noticed Horseman today uh put a nice little message out to their customers that uh their customer service was away obviously at the weekend at Zolocon and uh is only back uh, mid of this week. So if you've sent an email, just hang tight, he will get back to you and sending more emails 
is not going to help. It's actually just going to slow him down. Um, so I think that's a good communication, you know, just sit tight. Maybe people will want it to be quicker, but uh, um, they're dealing with it. So I think he, any customer service situation, as long as you know they're dealing with it, you can deal with it. Uh, and especially when it comes to toys, you know, these are not uh, essentials in life, you know, so. No, um, we, we no that is another reason why sorted. I don't work in um, customer service, because if they sent a second one to me, right, right, your first one's down at the bottom of the pile. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that might happen uh, unofficially, shall we say. Um, <laughs> but they're not going to communicate that, which I understand completely. I would never do that. What you do is you print out the first email, take a video of you burning that first email, in, and then send that video in response to the second email and tell them that's where their email's gone. And then just leave it at that and don't respond again. <laughs> or a, a video talking direct to the camera going, your weapon was broken. We've got one more left. Here it is. Snap. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't got any left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what Mattel would do to you. <laughs> and this is why you two work in the civil service and not in uh, not in commercial <laughs> jobs. Because you can do that kind of customer service in the civil service. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that was that. Uh, we any more in the in stock? I mean, obviously, a lot of stupid posts in the groups, and a lot of in the run up to the sale. What time is the sale starting? Posts and people are lovely. People are replying, going eleven a.m. EST, blah blah blah. Instead of just, I would if I was Walter, I'd be like, delete, delete. Uh, you know, like, what do people expect? Like, do people want other people to read the it's- posts for them? You know, these are those public posts in loads of social media platforms, you know, and you are able to log into Facebook to post in a group. You're able to get those posts. I'm sorry. You know, I find it like a common phenomenon now that people, people would rather just ask a question on Facebook rather than just. Yeah, because they want the attention. Yeah. It's like, what is wrong with you? Just search for it. Yeah. No, they just want the they want the interaction, and maybe they're lonely. So maybe maybe there's that, but then they should maybe address that rather than asking stupid questions and endearing people even less to them. You know, uh, there was a lot of scandal about the Valiant Knights selling out. Okay, as I said, there's pluses and minuses to um, to limiting a figure. Um, I mean, obviously, if they limited it to one or two, I couldn't do my combined order with. Uh, the other guys because I wouldn't have been able to get the two for uh, one of the other guys and then we'd all be stuck paying higher shipping uh, for our whole orders so you know I understand and they had loads so it wasn't like if they had 500 or something you know or, or 100 of course yeah limited one per you know like they did on the pins but uh, you know rather than uh, and they had some figures in the that seemed to be miss, uh, there was some sort of an error on a couple of the figures that when people went to check out, they got a couldn't ship to your location error. And that uh, obviously was causing some people to eventually then figure out what they needed to do, which was drop a couple of figures out of their cart and try again. Um, wasn't ideal for them. Yeah, I understand. And then, of course, if you lose the Valiant Knight in that regard, because of some other figure that was in your cart. That's annoying. But, you know, you just have to deal with it. 
rather than like someone like Ian Michael that posted on the Four Horsemen toy design page. Uh, he said uh, he was annoyed about, uh, you know, this this thing that I described. And he said uh, he was checking out at 802 and he got this error and then he lost the Valiant Knight. And he said, when I get home from work, I have to deal with my credit card company and your company. I do want to cancel all my pre-orders. So there's toys out of the pram. So that's what, <laughs> that's what literally people have to, literally, to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, another guy, I showed I'd up, like I showed it. up 17 minutes after this dropped and the Valiant Knight was already gone. He's the one I really wanted. Then you should have showed up on time, I would suggest, you know, rather than 17 minutes late. Sorry about that. Um, you know, there's still, as you said, there's thousands of figures still left for you to buy. I'm sorry you didn't get the one you want. If you're showing up late, either do a contingency for that, ask somebody else to help you, or uh, show up on time. <laughs> the bus is going to leave if you don't show up on time for it. The plane is going to leave if you don't turn up in the airport on time. I found that out going to Legion's Gone through my own stupidity. Uh, you have to eat those things, you know? And that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, it's like, oh, well, I couldn't make it there. Well, if you couldn't make it there, that's fine. But then don't moment stuff sold out. Yeah. If you've got some life thing, but work or anything else, that means you can't log on at the start of the sale, then sell a V. Yeah. If I couldn't log on, you know, I bought 49 figures. If I couldn't have logged on at all and they'd all sold out, I'd be like, well, there you go. That happened. Irony is you could log I mean, on today and get your 49 of the same figures because they're all still in stock. Oh, don't tell me that. <laughs> of course, we're not saying if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> but if you can make it there. It's up to Try. you. <laughs> New Jersey, New Jersey. It's close enough to New York, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't fly into JFK to Legion's condo if you can help it. It's a pain in the bum. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's that, you know, we're, we're all adults at the end of the day. So, you know, try and get on with things. It's action figures. Have a moan, but you know what? Have a moan in a private group with a couple of other people who will give you the sympathy that you need instead of just sticking it publicly out there. Um, because I'm thinking it's just clogged if you up stick the it out there publicly. Yeah, and if you stick it out there publicly and then people have a little dig, be it friendly or not friendly, and then you get upset about it. It's like, you've put this out there. You've chosen yeah. to put this out there. People are going to respond. You can't be upset because people are responding going, chill out or, yeah. you know, whatever sort of thing. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, I want to have my cake, eat it, and then bake another cake and eat that too. Yeah. Um, For free, of course. We also have to, uh, well, myself and Mal especially, and possibly Rich, because he asked for your address, Estefan Delator, Detour Customs. He sorted us out with the exclusive from Zolocon. Thank you, Steph. Absolute legend. We asked him a while back and he came through for us. Uh, got the figure uh, for each of us. Uh, Rich didn't want one, but he's still sending you something, Rich, so I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm I'm slightly worried about upset stuff in some way. Um and there'll be like a horse's head or something in a box coming towards me. <laughs> I'll paint it for you if you want. <laughs> uh 
But yeah, Steph is a top man. Steph is one of the nicest is, people you could ever meet and one of the most positive people I've ever spoken to. Um, and I believe we'll be right next to him and hanging out with him at uh, Legion's That's right, Comp yeah, yeah the, which is another yeah. thing to to seriously look forward to. Um, yeah. He's picked up that positivity from me. <laughs> <laughs> he is, yeah, 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 definitely. John um, just went silent. John's like, I can't respond to that. How am I going to respond to that? I love you, Rich, and you bring so much to the show. So you know, you can really, you can. No, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean that in a, I mean that not in a piss taken way. I actually mean that. That was so, a compliment, but sounded of you, like an insult. But, uh, so you can push me much further than you already do. So that's that's good. It's good to know. Huh? As I said. The day I send you back a box of unpainted heads is the day you know you've gone too far. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I couldn't do this without you guys. So uh, I'm not going to start uh, falling out, which is, that's for sure. No matter how annoying you can be. No. <laughs> Jesus, I can get this sort of abuse at home. I don't need to log on to podcast with you guys for it. <laughs> yeah, but it's better coming from some of the great. Yeah. Some of the greatest rock bands have have worked <laughs> off people with terrible relationships, so, so we can get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All those, you know, all those selfies you took at Legion's Con, you know, you want, you wouldn't want to see the other three seconds either side of them, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, if you guys come down to Bristol now, you're sleeping in the shed. I thought it said we were sleeping with the sheep, so I'm, I'm quite happy with the shed. There was a Freudian Welsh slip there, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Sh oh, sheep? No. <laughs> in the sheep shed. When I was, um, when I was up in, in Anglesey, uh, for the last few days, my mum's house backs onto just an open open field. Mm -hmm. As far as I can see, there's like a village church and just fields. And there was a load of sheep and lambs in the field behind us. Yeah. And I was like, is it wrong? I just want a Sunday dinner now. And my mum's like, yes, yes, it is. Oh. Leave those lambs alone. <laughs> but, animals, so <laughs> but, but like animals can be such great therapy. Like uh, this evening or early evening. So we, we record at nine, my time. And around six o'clock, I had this splitter of a headache. I was driving my, uh, one of my, my daughter had to go to and something and I was taxiing her around, uh, between five and six. And then I splitter of a headache afterwards and I came in and I said, you know, what? I'm just going to lie in the bed for an hour and kind of do power nap. So not sleep, but like, you know, just lie in the bed. And, uh, so the kitten came up and uh, now the kitten is quite getting quite big and he just lay on my feet and kittens are warm they're 39 degrees body temperature if you didn't know that they're slightly warmer than humans which is why people actually like you know the kitten on the lap keeps them warm um and he lay on my feet and i just lay on the bed and i looked a bit on the phone you know instagram and whatever and uh and i just put the phone down a little power nap for 15 minutes and got up and around seven and had food with the family and my wife was like well, what what did you do? Because you're suddenly completely <laughs> positive and, you know, perky and, uh, and full of energy. And I said, like, just power nap with the cat. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I have to say, I recommend it, you know? So there you go. That's a top tip. Top tip from the Religions oh. podcast. Get your pet, have I'm a nap. Sure I'm not sure if a power nap with the gerbils, it'd have quite the same effect, no. but, uh, 
They've been good this evening, yeah. though. I love it. They haven't come out so far. No, they uh, they haven't. Obviously, aren't thirsty. That or they're dead. Hopefully, it's just they're not thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> There's the positivity. <laughs> Glass half full. <laughs> <laughs> oh lads oh lads um, yeah as long as they don't make noise that gets picked up by your mic Rich uh, they can survive for another week you know <laughs> <laughs> so that was it are we done with the in-stock sale then is that everything we wanted to cover did you guys have anything else no dramas no not until the ship and notice drama nope, nope nothing no so I don't know so is this true you have every custom planned out on your for all your figures rich at least in theory uh the in stock sale apart from the additional ones i did on the spur of the moment yes every single one's planned out wow i i just i'm blown away by your imagination yeah my my spreadsheet is a thing of wonder for you say myself yeah, we could definitely sell uh, we could sell tickets to go and examine that, you know, in a museum. Like, you know, it'd be like one of these famous old books that you see from the medieval times, you know, where they have to turn the page with this kind of, you know, tweezers, you know, every day. The richest <laughs> spreadsheet will just be up in the corner, you know. <laughs> richest custom spreadsheet. Um, right. Well, then let's get on to slightly related to this uh we're going to talk about where does Legions go from here and what's the current state of the line. So are you ready for that, boys? Yeah, so with... Am I allowed to say I'm not ready now, despite you doing the music? Of course you are, yeah. <laughs> so you want to go for a pee and uh, we'll pause and uh, I'll cut this out. Yeah, and no. will be up till four I'm, in the morning. I'm just no? <laughs> yeah uh so we wanted to just have a little bit of a chat about uh where legions is and uh, given that there's so many figures in stock so you know what does that mean for the secondary market what does that mean for collectors do collectors see it being slightly less value out there now because or you know their collections feel slightly less valuable because it's very easy to pick up uh legions at the moment you know was it was it more attractive when it was rare but actually is this if you look at it from the horseman's point of view are they just growing the line is there more are they seeing orders from people they've never seen before and that must be exciting for them so um yeah where where do you want to go with this uh rich um i i think it's an amazing time to be in mythics quite frankly um there's there's so much stuff out there i mean for a new collector everyone says oh everyone always says oh it's really daunting for a new collector because there's 200 plus figures and to a degree, that's true. But there's so many figures coming out. And, you know, at the moment, you've got the tons of really cheap builder figures to really, you know, just get yourself in nice and slowly and that sort of thing. It's it's a great time for the line, I think, at the moment. A, a really good time to be coming in as a new collector. And I think it's also a really good time for people who've been there for a while and maybe haven't tried customizing before. Um, get two or three cheap builders. Buy a painted head off somebody if you don't fancy painting yourself and just... You know, just get into the customizing market. It's it's not something you'll regret, no matter if you do it on a big scale like me or a, a smaller scale or whatever sort of thing. Now is the absolutely perfect time for it. Yeah, I I, I, t- I tend to agree. I 
I just tend to wonder a little bit about the retailers now with so much stock on store horsemen. And if you're sitting on some of the figures uh, from maybe a couple of li- a couple of waves back, is the market getting a bit too flooded? You know, there is a fine line here. I mean, I obviously the dream scenario you would think as a collector is does you can always log on to store horsemen and get a couple of figures and come back but that isn't actually the dream scenario for a collector unfortunately unless you're coming in new to a line or you know or you have a, a certain budget where you can only buy a figure every month or something and uh, yeah then you can build it up over time but uh you know, it's not when you're in the line for this long, it's probably not the ideal scenario to constantly have figures available in terms of just, yeah, how, how you feel about your collection and, you know, does it feel valuable or is it like, you know, well, anyone could have this collection now because uh, everything is just so available. Uh, so there is a little bit no, of, there isn't. There's, there's that kind of an element oh. to it too. I'm not saying that's me, but yeah. I'm just saying that is a, that is a point of view, no? No, absolutely. I didn't, that hadn't occurred to me, John. I have to admit that you know this is less and less in my own collection now. The stuff so available. Yeah. Um, maybe that's because I'm not a completist. You know, I've got mm. of the 230 figures, whatever it is, I've got like 150 of them, sort of thing. So, you know, I'm happy not to have certain figures. That's fine. But yeah, maybe people, you know, do feel a little bit like that. Another reason to get into customizing. Don't worry about the originals that you've got. Yeah, I mean, uh, as I said, it's not my point of view, but I do think there is there is a certain part of collecting where people will in, will you know buy multiples of figures because they always know that well I can always sell them for what I paid for them and a bit more and maybe there's a point where that's not going to be possible and then that is the line looks a bit different then you know mm. the only things I think I've seen on eBay that have really struggled to sell for even for what people paid for don't them pretty say much Oh, okay. I mean, he is, he's the one that struggles the most, I'll be honest. You can pretty much give a Briarfighter yeah, away on eBay. Flocking is, is, is definitely the divisive yeah. subject, yeah. But it is. It's, it's the Moti tributes and it's the, the All-Star re-releases. They're the two ones that just don't go for much. So at the moment on UK eBay, you can get Romulus, you know, for pretty much the same price as a reseller would have had it originally. Uh, Azar is going for less than retail because you just can't sell it. You know, um, Bryophytus, you can't give away. Mephitor is always really cheap. It, it's it's the Motu stuff and the All-Star re-releases that you struggle with. But everything else, you'll still get your money back and you'll still make a little bit. Um, I think the secondary market has definitely been diluted by the amount of figures that are available now. Um, you know, I, I'm thinning... As part I'm thinning my collection down a bit. Clearly, I'm not because I just bought 49 figures in the IS ISS. No, but, but um, we don't know how big it, you, we, we don't know how unwieldy your collection is. And yeah, no, I've, I've been selling about 70 or 80 figures, sort of thing, to thin it down a bit. So, um, but they're taking longer to go than they would have done a year ago, even. Um, and they're you selling for a little bit less than they would have done a year ago. You, you're also quite a unique collector, aren't you? Because you are very much. The, the customs you're buying these figures to turn them into something else that uses mythics as a base body aren't you so i am i mean you're not remotely worried about at this point <laughs> can i sell it on in future <laughs> so have you not listened no. to the podcast in the last 
50 episodes, Mal. <laughs> Jones, one, two, three, four. <laughs> On eBay. Oh, this, I am this, deliberately this... not mentioning that. I'm deliberately not mentioning that anymore. You know, Rich has this little device on his wall that when a figure goes over X amount on, on eBay sold, is like... <laughs> Back in the box, onto eBay. <laughs> I've got it all. I've got it all automated. There's a claw hand that comes down and just picks it up. Yeah, it's like one of those. Bot, it's like one of those. Te- then, yeah, it's like one of those teddy pickers in the in the amusement. Yeah, you know? it, yeah. Yeah. But this this works. It doesn't pick it up and then drop it back down. Which like is why the which is why the custom thing is the only is is your savior because you actually you know you're going to keep those because they're more they're kind of more special in that regard. Then you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I sold or had a lot of custom heads for sale at Legion's Con, and I got a load on eBay. I won't name the, the my seller name. Ah, but yeah. don't worry. That's just at the moment. It is, yeah. um, but that's just ones I've had for longer and decided to move on sort of thing. But there's, you know, yeah. there's a lot of customs I will never, ever sell. You know, I'd get rid of all my originals before I sell a lot of my customs because I just, you know, yeah, it's it. something that I I wanted. I, you know, I wanted it painted a certain way. I did the bio for it, that sort of thing. It's, yeah, those are the kind of ones almost where... Where you, yeah, you've designed the figure in your head. They're slightly different from the ones that are, oh, I saw a cool custom from this guy and I want to buy it, which is brilliant in itself. But that's slightly easier, I guess, for you to sell. That's the same, almost a bit different, but the same almost to sell in a, a factory figure. Whereas, yeah. uh, you know, oh, I had this idea about this figure and I got uh, a certain painter to paint it up the way I wanted it. And I maybe cost... Uh, I got a sculpture to sculpt a head for it, then, you know, that's that's a little bit more of a unique piece of art that's really just your creation almost, you know? Yeah, and I love that side of things, as yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's that's what I love about you, you know, the in your collecting, is that you, you have that real unique side. It's not it's not a small part of your collecting, you know? You know, uh, if I wasn't a painter, I wouldn't have much custom stuff in my in my collection whereas uh you're not a painter and you have more than half your collection in customs you know so yeah three quarters yeah it's customs Uh, and my wallet is regretting that but yeah and it's also where your collection (laughs) is more interesting than than most and why uh you need to get that room sorted so we can i know uh, i know and and i need to get more pictures i know if mal and i are coming to visit bristol that better be there because i'm going to be getting my camera out you know doing pictures doing well, a room tour you know we've actually um we've actually got nothing on this weekend so i'm going to try and finish getting the like the the wider shelves put in and the risers built and all well, that if sort of stuff i know anything about you rich is that things tend to crop up <laughs> <laughs> oh i wish that wasn't true but yes yes they did <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not saying those are bad things. I'm not saying that, you know, something disastrous is going to happen, but it's going to be like, oh, let's go for lunch. And then it's like, oh, we spent the whole afternoon in the pub and, you know, or we went to some theme park, uh, you know, and of course, then Sunday we retired and now it's Monday and it's work, you know, um, which is, of course, living, you know, so don't feel bad about it. Um, yeah, oh, I do now. <laughs> well, tell you if, what, if, if my you, good lady wife has any good ideas this weekend, I'm like, nope. You go on mute. You, 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 you go on. You go on mute there, and Mal can tell me what he thinks is the future for for mythics, and it better not just be cosmics, right? <laughs> um, well, that's what I'm going with. Uh, um, so, I I actually prefer the idea of it being more readily available, more stuff on the shelf. 
I want it to become more easily available in Europe and the UK as a, a, you know, if you could go into your local comic shop and pick it up off the shelf, I'd be fine with that. Uh, you know, I'm not worried about the value of my collection in that sense. I, I just enjoy having them. And actually the way they are probably prohibits me from buying even more than I might buy if they were easier to obtain um, and, and more regularly available which sounds like a contrary, but it requires you to spend a certain amount of money all at once, whereas it might work better for me to spread it out a bit and be able to buy that in another six weeks or another month or another, you know, which isn't always, well, over here it's not possible, is it? Um, in in your, well, in the UK particularly, in Europe as well. Yeah. Um, I think they're a bit luckier in the US where there are retailers carrying them and, and that sort of thing. Um uh, yeah, but and that, inter- that's definitely better, although it's not too bad, say, here in the EU. But I think what's better in the US especially is the secondary market and the yes. cabal in particular. Now, there's plenty of lovely people in the cabal that will ship over here, but there's still a shipping price. It doesn't, it's unavoidable, exactly. even if the guy gets the best possible rate off the posted, you know, yeah. the and packs it superbly, there's still a high shipping price. So, yes. Uh, and it a lot of people that don't want to sell like a good amount. international, yeah. which I hundred percent understand, because exactly. yes. they um, additional you know, risk, they, risk. and also they can easily sell it locally. So, you know, yeah. why would I would have no nothing against anyone that says, "Well, I can sell it to this guy in California, which is like the next state over to me," or I can sell it to you across two seas, and uh, you know liable for something getting lost in the post so you know sorry mate you're a nice guy and all but i'm going to sell it to the guy over in california you know which is totally understandable um but yeah there is much more available you know we often send each other posts going wow there's there's (laughs) some cool figures there that i would pick up if if and but yeah and i actually think the future is i i think there is more to come I think it could become more available. I think it is still a growing line. I think we see year on year more people joining the cabal, more people interested in what they're seeing, whether that's through figure or obscura. Funnily enough, I was sat there looking at the wizards from the Poxus wave because they're the ones I've opened so far. Yeah. Thinking, you know what? I could see these four characters alone bringing people into this line. Because mm. they're so different to anything else you see, and you know, Arak, not Arakagor, Arazak, Arazak, yeah, he looks like a Dungeons and Dragons character. Yeah. Um, oh, the good guy whose name I can never remember the uh, oh. Arazak's equivalent, but the good guy, Samir. Samir, is it? Samir, yeah, yeah. Do I mean Samir's scroll order? Or right, the Zende thingy yeah. thingy. Zende yeah, yeah, Samir. Yeah, yeah so, Samir. He looks like, again, looks like a Dungeons and Dragons character without the glowy eyes and the, could be, you know, stick a hat on him and it could be Gandalf. You know, you could, you could, it could Did be you your see, version of Gandalf. Um, the post from the Four Horsemen the other day where they were playing a little uh, role playing game in the studio. I did. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> Kind of Give us those him. minis. <laughs> Give us those minis. Well, they showed yeah. those minis, didn't they? A, while, a couple yeah. of years ago now, the painted minis. Now, in saying that, 
I'd love to play. I don't think I've ever played a role playing game, but I would love if I was to play a role playing game, I'd love to play with my own six inch Mythic Legions figure as my character. <laughs> you know, just have him plunking <laughs> around the place or just have him sitting on my dice tray, or, you know, or my, yeah, yeah. the in front of me. Um, because I think that just is cool, you know, but I do understand the minis is obviously easier to, 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 to maneuver around, uh, that kind of thing. Well, and you can have little armies. More of them. And yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So and paint them however you want. Um, so. I mean, that's a quick overview of where we think of that. And it's something we can, we can visit, um, as we go along, you know, all the time we can always check in on this topic it's a good one to bring up now and then when there's things like this happening but uh i think we're still generally positive with where it's going um oh yeah love it it's just getting better yeah the, yeah i i go richard i jump on my normal points with this so this is the perfect time now to um to get new factions in you know yeah give us pirates give us lizard men werewolves dragon i think it's fair to say we're going to get but it's it, you know there's so many new collectors coming in now is the time to just go a little bit wider yeah maybe more new truly yeah. yeah please <laughs> it, it's going to be an interesting uh but again le- uh listener questions there's one we can a bit conjecture on this sort of thing on that one of them as well based on uh, there is Stuff said by Cornboy, so yeah, yeah that's... Uh, and I'm, and yeah. I'm looking forward to that, because if nothing else, it'll get the image of John playing with his little six-inch John out of my head. <laughs> Mine is hot toy scale, I can tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's uh, let's jump out of this, and let's jump into our lovely, wonderful Patreon listener questions. So we did get some cool questions from our patrons. Any preference for where we go first or is it dealer's choice? Yeah, start at the top. Go for it. Start at the top. Now I have to see where the top was. (laughs) Guion. 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 So I'm going to read it, but kind of paraphrase it uh, as well. So assuming, hoping we get an all-stars line this year, what figures would you like to see? Shall we take that one first? Um, I have said previously, I don't think we will get an All-Stars this year, which is a controversial opinion. I'm not saying that I don't want an All-Stars. I do like the All-Stars waves. I think it's cool. Um, but I don't think we're going to get an All-Stars. Now, what we could get instead is a 2.0, or, or sorry, a second version wave. No, that would be way better. What do you boys think? I think we'll get all stars, but a two point, a version two wave would be far, far better. But I think we'll get all stars again. You think you get the voting the, and all the hype and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, that as well. yeah. And I think I wouldn't be surprised this time if they do more of the, um, oh, what did they call it? Them myself. Yeah. The, re, the, re, the older ones, the lumen. Luminaries. Yeah. Or whatever. They were. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I would expect more of those to be an option. So I could see them because they've talked themselves about maybe dropping out of the all stars thing. I think maybe as a last hurrah, they might do with loads, loads of like the really older stuff and just go, yeah, you can have four of these if you want to. And you, Mal? 
I actually think we'll see something similar. And I'd, I know they've talked about dropping out, but it, I'd, it's a good way of getting some of those older figures out to people. I mean, I've put a list of ones I'd love to see, most of which were in the last one. Well, that's going to go for the second it. part of, of hmm. uh, Gwen's questions. Any figures that have been runners up previously you'd like to see? So what do you give it to us now? Yeah, so Pixus is the big one. I've, I really wanted him last year, but we didn't get him. A hundred percent, you know. I've, I've, so he's an alumni like you'd to like talk. to see, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he's unusual because, of course, he's a tribute figure, which they've said they wouldn't do before. But then yeah, you can say it's, it's... the alumni and the last one, they changed the rules on that. Um, snag, I've got Snag, but I'd actually really like another one. Uh, he's the one goblin the I'd love figure. for them to re-release, yeah. especially. Yeah, because, he, well, he's virtually impossible to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, this point asterion still don't have him i'd love him mm, yeah <laughs> um, gadriel or galad Gal- gadriel, gadriel yeah gadriel mm. i didn't realize she'd never been anything but the original release because of course yeah. big bad had her didn't they in there like there was a little second run for big bad somewhere yeah. or they found a and couple of boxes up, i don't know they? their count yeah they cocked up their count yeah. so sold a load they didn't have <laughs> Having sold my Gadriel, I'd quite like her to come up again. Yeah, it's a, it's a great figure. That that armor is so unique. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not my favorite faction, but she is particularly cool in that faction. Yeah. Um, so Galeron, we nearly got him last year. Uh, I, I'm not a big Knight fan, but that color armor, yes, we're getting it with um, Sir Andrew, Andrew. Yeah. But Sir Galeron would be cool, wouldn't he, to add to that? Um, and then uh, Orn Steelhide would be a fun. I've got him, oh, but yeah. it'd be a really fun one yeah. for the dwarf lovers. Um, he's so different to the rest of the dwarves. Mm. Um, he'd be cool. Um, that, that's kind of my list of would like. To I see. mean, I'd love to see them do the Fury Arc again, but actually, now that uh, we have the Brute Scale, I'd like them to just do a new figure of Brute Scale Fury Arc. Yeah, you know. I could Bring it on. see the Fury Orc. I know he's not strictly, but I could see him with the new way they're doing the um, reinforcements. I could I could see him slipping into the reinforcements wave. Yeah, that's that's another way. He was twenty eight when he was originally sold, so he's even higher level than them in 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 a way. They but maybe they could, you know, move him into the legions, uh, the, the legion builder class of the 26 now. Um, but I think I, I think if he was in the voting for an all stars, he'd get in for sure. I think there's enough uh, people that want more red orcs, but I think better just to do brute scale one. And someone said yeah, that would in one of the groups today that they'd just like to see all orcs in the future be brute scale. I wouldn't be against it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. Yeah. I could see them going brute scale with the minotaurs going forward mm. as well. So if they do any new Minotaurs, I would imagine they're probably Brute Scale. I wonder if they held it back from the from the Rising Suns wave um, on the Noble Bear side, a Brute Scale Barbarian. I wonder if that was something they said. There's so much cool stuff in the Rising Suns wave. Let's just hold this guy back for the, mm-hmm. the kind of, you know, equivalent All-Stars or whatever that wave is going to be this year um, and stick it in there. So not that they did like year of the skeleton, but like 
kept one or two cool figures that they could have put in that wave. And that would be really cool to see uh, a brute scale barbarian, I think, because um, that would make up for the disappointment of the very much not brute scale uh, Viking skeletons. <laughs> that would I've got to say a brute scale Viking skeleton would actually be really bad yeah exactly but, uh, <laughs> but definitely better than a 2.0 Viking skeleton which uh, yeah not a fan <laughs> the, the longer it goes on I'm <laughs> even more not a fan of it <laughs> unfortunately but there's enough in that wave to keep me happy so you know I might yeah, do like you. I might put more of my cash towards that awesome cosmic amount because the more I look at it, the more. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. So, Guion continues. Uh, what would you like to see uh, with the next... Sorry. Oh, oh, did I miss you? Sorry, 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 sorry. I'll fade myself down here now. Yeah, here we go. Let me just put my 47 on the neck. Um, I would love them to put Halmir Golden Tooth up as an option. I've been sold mine to Guion, ironically. Thank you, John. John's gonna sleep. Um, I would. <laughs> I'd love Halmir to be up. I think he'd win comfortably if he was in. Um, I'm wondering whether they might put Jorund in as well with Poxus now being out. Now's the time to get uh, get him back and available. Um, Balam, I think as, as you know, Balam's Jorund been very close and Balam before, with some soft goods, please. You know, yes. give them some cool soft goods. And well, we have yeah. all the magic effects we need, but you know. Uh, yeah, version two wave, version two wave. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of things that have come close. Like Bromden was really close last year. I think they'll definitely put him in again, although I prefer Halmir or Joran ahead of Bromden. Um, I'd love to see King Nogling go up. Um, I think that goblin armor bit in gold is a really cool. He's my second favorite goblin after Snag, definitely. Yeah. And that face is just pure evil. So that's it's a great face sculpt. Um and then the Vampire Knight, which has been I think has been close-ish in the past. And I think as I it's still my favourite figure in the line. I think people who are maybe newest to the line and have don't have Vampire Knight, that thinner vampire build is is really, really good one. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I think I prefer that Vampire Knight just because it's a bit different to the Phalanx, although the Phalanx is very cool too. Yeah. It's just a thinner look. I, I quite. I mean, I've got lots of the phalanx on order and a, you know, a few of the, the baron sort of thing, but I do like the thin, the thin build as well. It just gives that different feel to the. the yeah, exactly. But I think exactly people will find a way to try and break the knee on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder. I, if the, I wonder the if they're just going to not make any more two point after. <laughs> this drama I heard I seen I'm, posts I'm, I'm the gr- talk I seen posts at the group like, can I open this figure or will it break and it's like the valiant knight <laughs> and you're like dude get a grip of yourself will you some of the some of the breaks too I mean somebody'd somebody broken an arachigore and they'd like snapped the bottom of the the joint yeah and it's like where we at mate the amount of force at? you need to put in to break that is just at that point you just step back and go I'm just going to take a break sorry if you did I'm that to a NECA figure it would explode so okay, whatever, yeah. you, whatever you've done to this the equivalent NECA figure would have literally blown your house up so uh, you know <laughs> yeah I don't know Yeah, it's. I mean I do know things can break but like 
people are trying to break them now, from what I can see. Um, I almost wonder if uh, some other lines have planted people in it, you know, to do it, almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like that because... I- you yeah, know. I can't argue with that. It's like Necker in, in the past. Not yeah. that I'm suggesting for a second they have. Excuse yeah. me. Um, but, you know, their stuff breaks. You're looking at it yeah, exactly. quite often. So, yeah. you know. Right. Can I go on now, Richard? You can. I have yeah. finished now, yeah. John. You may proceed. <laughs> uh, next figure of Sierra, then. Back to you, Rich. Just to keep you on your toes. Um, I think we're going to get, you know, another ghost from the Christmas Carol thing. We're probably going to get another Monkey King character, which would be brilliant. I'm yes, to that. please. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I would, I'd like to see them go. I'd like to see them go a little bit different. I'd like to see something bigger. So I'd like a, a Sasquatch or a Yeti. So a bigger build. It could be Brew or it could be Ogre, but just you know, just that bigger build. Um, and I'd also like to see them go small. And I've talked about this loads of times in the past, like a pack of two little figures, so a couple of Gremlins, maybe. We're talking about, you know. That'd be cool. Great. Yeah. You know, that'd be good. Or, or and I apologise for this one, John, but a leprechaun with a horde of different golden treasures and that sort of stuff. Oh, I'd love um, a leprechaun. I, honestly, if um, if I could um, if I could commission someone to, to, to sculpt a 3D head from here, the first thing I would get them to do is a leprechaun, but like a cool one, you know, not, not a kind of cartoonish one. Um, yeah. If I was to ever do like a, you know, a... Exclusive sculpt for our patrons or something. One of my suggestions would definitely be a leprechaun head. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's what I'd like to see: big and small. Love it. Um, I was thinking: is is there any sort of? There must be a werewolf character that's that's not licensed anymore, or you know, in something. Is there? This is of? this is where it gets complicated. Is trying to think of yeah. things that. There, I mean, may or may not be licensed. I mean, that's and, the easy way to answer this question is to just to Google, you know, top 50 unlicensed properties, you know, that are, are like, you know, in the public domain. Um, I I like the idea of something, which werewolf fits into this, is something more cryptozoic, so Sasquatch, you know, uh, Jersey Devil, uh, which... The Jersey Devil, I'd before, love but, them to do just because it, it also... Uh, harkens to their local their locality and it really makes sense for them i think that would be such a cool thing for them to do jeremy did say an interesting thing and i'm sure it's a never say never but he did say he didn't envision them ever doing someone like uh jack the ripper because Mm. he didn't think they you know the, it's a bit of glorifying someone who's gory committed well, what's a lot the of red death about it? <laughs> well i know the red death's it's, fiction it's yeah. more supernatural though isn't yeah but it? it's yeah, more fiction it's, i mean the obviously the jack yeah. the ripper is based on some sort of truth yeah, so real life exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah um but i mean you might get something like the spring jack which it's not really nobody really knows whether that's supernatural or was yeah. somebody Doing, you know, doing something a bit like Jack the Ripper. Um, although there's no reports of spring Jack ever killing anyone. It's so, just appearing in front of people. So. I'll, I'll very quickly, uh, I've looked up public domain characters now while Mal was uh, entertaining you guys. Um, Robin Hood, number one on him. I'd, I'd love a Robin Hood. 
And I reckon this, we've already this got one most is, of it's the quite parts a, for that. It's as quite well. a muscly Robin Hood. I mean, that's a barbarian <laughs> yeah. builder with a with a Robin Hood head on it. Well, you could use the um, the. He's gone around his screen to. You're talking about this is making terrible yeah. podcasting. Yeah, the the sort of parts. Oh that yeah, got the, with, the, um, the Lord Bushati torso. Yeah, or the Valak yeah, torso. Yeah, and yeah. Skirts. Maybe not that particular one, yeah. but that sort of pieces. You know, Zorro is also um, public domain. That'd be cool. Zorro would be good, actually. Dracula. Sherlock. So Dracula's Holmes. an interesting one. Dracula's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think that would be awesome. And they could do an absolutely epic version. But will they keep away from that because of their own vampires? Their own They do their own thing with that, don't they? Mythic. Yeah, but Mythic is um, supposed to be separate. So I think yeah, you shouldn't yeah, worry about that. Sure. And they can I was going to say I'd worry maybe there'd be too much competition for them because so many people have done a Dracula. Yeah, I'm so thinking popular, more, I guess. Like so in, our, in our last patreon episode when we talked about monster force there was a dracula in there and it's quite a good one so you know yeah. um one for mal john carter that'd be cool i'd really mm, that would be good that. although yeah. he's he's a bit conan conan but, but if he's that's i suppose the way they could get almost a conan figure but with a bit yeah. of a sci-fi twist um frankenstein's and monster is him, another one sorry rich yeah I was just going to say, John Carter was like a civil, American Civil War thing, wasn't it? So yeah. you could also, I guess, get some cloth pieces out of that, or like a uniform option as well. Mm. That's Ooh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Frankenstein's monster. I mean, I don't know. That Nick has done the Universal Monsters. Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's Wizard of Oz characters. They're all public domain. Oh, wow. Okay. They could be fun. The Scarecrow, obviously, would be my preference there then. I'd want a Scarecrow. Yes. Yeah, uh, the or the Cowardly one. Lion would be awesome as well. <laughs> That's a way to get more cat parts out there. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, I think Cornboy being a gorilla fan, King Kong would be another one. But there's a love. Oh, love wow. Of, is that. Uh, is that uh, isn't there? The there's other King Kongs out here. Um, Oh, here's an easy one for the do Ivanhoe. He's a knight. That'd you know? be good. Yeah. 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 So Don't much. forget, we need the Pooh's public property now as well. Yeah. Alice in Wonderland is public property. Jack Pumpkinhead. Yeah, I don't know. Though, I don't, I'm not familiar with Jack Pumpkinhead, but he's out there. Gravestone. I don't know who he is, but he looks cool. Looks like kind of a Skeletor dude. I thought great. I thought he was a Marvel character. No. Uh, no. Apparently not public domain gravestone. Oh, the um, the steamboat Willie Mickey Mouse is public domain now as well. Yeah, oh yeah. If 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 four horsemen want to go into the Disney realm, then uh, that's there you go. They so do it better than Super Seven, <laughs> Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Super Seven, and they're no, overpriced figures. Seven, really? That's that was cheap. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Lots of other Cthulhu is um, Jekyll and Hyde, Man of War. Um, Jekyll and Hyde would be an incredible two set, yeah, like yeah. a box set, two figures. That would be wow. Hercules. Oh, oh, now my hearts are fluttering. Look at look at that picture of Hercules in this. I need to send you this link. It's incredible. Hercules he's fighting incredible. snakes. 
on this thing. Natty Bumpo, did you ever hear of him? No? <laughs> no? No, I think I'd remember hearing that name. No, that one doesn't. Uh, Paul Bunyan. Parents hated him. That must be. I've heard of Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Paul Bunyan, he's the lumberjack from... There um, you go, yeah. He's got a blue coat. Yeah, I have, a, I, I have a picture of me stood next to a giant statue of Paul Bunyan and his blue there cow. In Long John Silver, Mal. Yeah, pirates would <laughs> be cool. We've talked up me about Blackbeard. I, I think Blackbeard yeah. is almost, I'd imagine, almost a shoe in. Yeah. Just because it's, you know, you've got the pirate coat and everything. Captain you can do Nemo. so much with him. Oh, Nemo. Would yeah. Yes, that would be a fun one. King oh, Arthur. Although the will be worried about on Mezco's toes. Yeah, that true. King Arthur. <sighs> Love a King Arthur. Yeah. No, you could make yes, your own, really. But is it too much? Like, he's a knight. Yeah. You know, is it I mean, too mythic? Yeah. I don't know about you, but yeah. Um, Attila is basically King Arthur, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but then they like doing the accessories with them, um, figure obscure. So obviously, Sword and Stone would be a cool accessory. Another mythic cool. adjacent Achilles. That'd be cool, though. Get more of a Greek yeah. vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, they could they could do the wooden horse as well. I don't know this one, Trojan but it looks horse, absolutely yeah. awesome. N- Nayar Tolep or Totep. Oh no, no, yeah. What's it called? Naya. Oh, I can't remember how you say it, but yeah, it's isn't that to do with Cthulhu? H.P. Lovecraft, Outer God. Yeah, Cthulhu yeah, mythos. Yeah, yeah. Um, to do Cthulhu for yeah. stuff. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of options just in this, and we're just hacks that have kind of googled it quickly. Sinbad <laughs> the sailor. There you go. I I've would before, absolutely effing love Sinbad stuff. Yeah, especially the, with the now Sphinx. we've got um, anything Egyptian based works for me. Abraham yeah. Van Helsing. I guess this is uh, close too close to monsters for us. Ares. That'd be pretty cool as well. Roman this is a little bit too DC, though, is it? Aries. Um, well, it's not Aries. It's, it's not DC. It's. Uh, oh no, he is in DC, isn't yeah. he? Aries in Marvel. He is, as well. yeah. He's, he's, he's in Marvel. Marvel. But then you could do the you could do the original one though. So you'd be fine with that. Yeah, yeah. it's it. probably under license, but obviously there is the um there is the Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter option as well. Yeah, is Medusa. Um, Aladdin is is also public domain. Barbarella, oh, that'd be cool. I mean, Barbarella that'd be fun. Is, uh, I don't fun, think they yeah. would do it, but that'd be fun. Yeah, Beowulf. Ah, yeah. The Bride of Frankenstein. The creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> Love that. So there's a that couple of cool fun. versions of him out though from some other companies. So, Dorian Gray. Magi- Medusa no. is no, public domain. Oh. oh no, she's been. Mm, oh. mm. She might be. Uh, might be. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's public domain. So we could get a Medusa. That'd be amazing. That would. Anyway, uh, the Loch Ness monster is also public domain. So <laughs> let's go there. So uh, there we go. Um, and his last uh, question was a, a tricky one. Uh, of all the places you've ever eaten in, construct your favorite three-course meal. <laughs> Did anyone give this any thought? 
Too hard. I can't. I can't even begin. I like Thai I, food, so Thai food would probably come into it somewhere. Yeah, I, I struggled with this one. Um, but the first thing, my for the starter, I thought of um, uh, celeriac soup I had once, um, but the restaurant was now closed, so you know, I can't replicate <laughs> that. It's, it's a sad memory because it was an amazing restaurant. Well, I mean, you don't um, need to have it again. You just need to reminisce on it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. The guy, the, the head chef there, he was on. Um, uh, oh God, I can't remember the name of the program, but it was uh, uh, like a BBC Two program where they used to compete to cook for the Queen. So the Queen had a banquet every year, and they got professional chefs into to play off against each other to try and get courses through for that banquet. And he got oh one through. the great so British menu, amazing. Thank you. Yes. So he his his thing place wasn't Michelin star because it was just a little little yeah. shed almost on Anglesey, but he was, he's such a good cook that he got a course through to that. Awesome. Um, and then there's probably re- recency bias in this main course because I had it at the weekend. Um, <laughs> but there's a, um, there's a pub in Bumoris. Um, the sharing platter, is it? It's not, no. Where, um, where they do the best steak and ale pie in the world Ooh. ever, officially. They say that themselves, and I wholeheartedly agree with where that. Where is this? It's in Bumoris, uh, so a town on Anglesey. Okay, so we, um, we're not going to lo- get any of this lovely, in Bristol. We have to go up to... Yeah, lovely to... lovely day out, though. There's, you know, there's a castle there and all this sort of stuff. Cool. Don't worry, some good food places in Bristol. I can sort you guys out, don't worry. There's a couple of amazing Indians. <gasps> yeah, why not? When in Rome? Yeah, the best, the best dirty drunk pizza you could possibly imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and the best sharing platter I've, I've ever heard of, so there you go. There's a really good sharing platter, yeah. <laughs> Dessert, Rich? Are you dessert man? I, I, I'm I, more dessert man than any of the others, but I Me couldn't too. nail it down to no. one dessert I've had anyway. Okay. It's, I, I couldn't think of anything that stood out enough for me to go, do you know what? Yeah, that's the one. Very good. Well, for me, um, so my favorite Italian restaurant ever, and it's actually where we had our wedding reception, uh, Castello Borghese uh, in Luxembourg. Um. And the starter, and we always get it to share because it's quite big, uh, the two of us, when we go there. Well, not always, but often. Um, La Sagnetta de Omar Gratiné, which is basically a lobster lasagna gratin. gratin. Mm. It is the tastiest thing you'll ever have. It's so good, and it comes with a little sauce around the side of it, and it's chef's kiss. Then to... uh, Go slightly less fancy, but no less tasty. Uh, there's a little Thai restaurant in the middle of the main street in Saarbrücken in Germany, which is about an hour's drive from me. That's where my wife went to college. Um, and it's two Thai women and it's a, like a kiosk and there's a couple of small tables and they do the best curry there. So get the red curry or whatever you want there. The red curry is awesome uh, with bamboo and chicken and it's spicy, it's flamethrower spicy, but it's really good. Uh, it's about seven or eight euros. It's, it's an absolute bargain. <laughs> I could live off it. Um, so that's them. And then the third for dessert, I was a bit like you, Rich. I couldn't think of one particular dessert, but I could certainly think of a dessert I've had in various places that I would definitely have. And it's a thing here they have, and it's called Café Gourmand. And it's normally for around eight, nine, ten euros, depending on the restaurant. You get a coffee of your choice. So normally just a, normally get a regular coffee or, or a coffee or an espresso. And then they give you three little mini desserts with the coffee. That's the gourmand part. 
Ah, so okay. my choice would be a little mini creme brulee, a little mini kind of chocolate uh, fondante cakey thing, and a scoop of really nice ice cream. And that would be chef's kiss. Perfect. Not too much, not too little. That's what I would go for. So a good cafe. You take the coffee. You take the coffee out of that and I'd wholeheartedly support that pudding. Yeah. Well, well I'll drink your coffee and there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So that's, and I'll eat all that's, that's fine, yeah? So, yeah, if you ever see Café Gourmand on the continent, just go for it because it'll be their three best uh, desserts in in tiny um, uh, portions with a coffee and it's perfect and you can still go about your day without a giant load of sugar swimming around in your stomach, which is also nice, but... Uh, can be tough if you have <laughs> other stuff to do <laughs> anyway that's Guion. well i hope uh, we get through the other questions slightly more quickly otherwise we'll be here <laughs> all night um so then we had steph orkin um she asked us um so this week on legions lounge we had uh, cb on the mend um and he mentioned during the episode that the imagination of the studio is vast and limitless and the possibility of introducing new legions lines for our little universe in the future. So she's curious what we think or what we would like to get in that. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking this as like, we have mythic legions, we have cosmic legions. What other legions would we like to get? Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah. So Steph has always given us comments on stuff. She's a big supporter of ours. So, just to shout her out and say... Very lovely lady. Oh, absolutely awesome. Yeah, great crack. Yes, that's right. Um, so, anyone got any ideas on this? Yeah, Mal's got his hand up. I wrote. So it's, it's <laughs> even further into Cosmerium. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. No, no. <laughs> further actually, into Space Legions. <laughs> it's tricky because you start thinking about things and you go, well, but they could just introduce that into mythic or just introduce that. Yeah. Into cosmic. So it's but, trying to but think. We don't need to, don't, don't worry about that. No. Yeah. So first and foremost, and it's what I don't think we'll get. I don't know. I'd have to get to know who the uh, horsemen and their interests and personal tastes and things, but I'm not sure that Americans are as into this as everyone else is, but, I'm a big fan of American history in the Wild West side of things. So I'd love a really cool yeah. line of six inch cowboy figures. It can be a bit sci-fi. It can be a bit, you know, whatever take they want. I just want those kind of styles and the gunslinging and, and all yeah. that, you know, so it could cowboy be a legions. bit of a rip off of Brave Star, but yeah. Cowboy yeah, legions, cowboys. Yeah. Um, or Wild West legions, legions yeah. of the West, whatever you want to call it. Perfect. Um, see, see, I, I, I wrote down one one thing that I would absolutely hate to see, and it was Western legions. <laughs> yeah, you see, so me and Mal have I'd, me and Mal have very different tastes on this. I think <laughs> this no, is why I think this the reason we works. don't. <laughs> I think the reason we don't see more is because most people aren't that into that, and I think that all had its time a long time ago. You know. I've been to, when I was pursuing the film stuff, went to a couple of talks and quite often it was like, Westerns have had their day. They're just not in anymore. I mean, there's a, since then there's been a couple of really cool ones, but um, they're just not, are they? It's not a, the same as it used to be. Um, other other things, steampunk. Uh, it, I know, again, that's verging on some of what we're getting in, in, in uh, Cosmic, but I think Cosmic's perhaps 
more futuristic. The the most steampunk character we looks like we're getting is Kern Ray. But so if they went all out steampunk, so you know that mix of Victorian and and cogs and we, that'd be cool. Mm, um, I, I could yeah. see them doing that. I'd be intrigued at what like they it. do storyline wise for that. Bits of that's where Metropolis were a bit steampunk. So, yeah, yeah, that's where I wonder where they'd go with that. But I could absolutely see them doing a steampunk line, and it would probably look pretty cool. Let's be honest. Yeah, and then the other one, which I actually think is the one we're most likely to get, is pirates and swashbuckling stuff like that. However, they do it, but you know, as in Jack Sparrow type pirates and and that sort of thing. But, yeah. Right. That, that's yeah, no, that, that, if I can jump in, John, that ties in a little bit with one of mine. Yeah, you so jump I had in, one yeah. called I had one called Nautical Legions. So this would, could be like aquatic is, races, pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some people might think it's that boring. north, northwest is uh, richer. Yeah. But, you know, you could, have a, you could have aquatic races, you could have pirates, you could have mounts like whales and dolphins and all this sort of stuff. And in my head, I think you could do it like a multi-period thing. So you could have some sort of weird portal that enables people to travel. So you could have like, you know, yeah, old, more mythic legions type nautical stuff with the, the swords and tridents and all that sort of stuff. Then you could have something a bit more modern, a bit more Captain Nemo type thing. And then you could have like fantasy space nautical stuff. Um, I don't think they'll do it, but I would love, love to see that. Sounds good. Anthony else? Yeah, Samurai Legions. I 100 percent don't think oh, they'll yes. do this, but I would, I would, I would adore that. Uh, you know, Samurai. You know, the Ashigaru, the you know, the footmen that help them, Onis, and you could branch it out into like Chinese stuff and Mongols and all that sort of stuff. Um, Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> I mean, there might be a licensing issue there, but you never yeah, know. Yeah. Um, Power. I think, although I think my Ninja Turtles. I think figures. my very favourite and this came to the end would be um historical legions so it's it's almost a bit like the figure of obscura but instead of you know just do as a proper line sort of thing and just like you know you can do your own take on it and then this is public no 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 this is like trademarked or anything so you could have like you know alexander the great and you could have roman stuff and Julius you know Caesar. um yeah egyptian stuff and you could you could do all that sort of stuff and and you could yeah, you could put a spin on it. You'd be using named, you know, genuine historical characters, but you could have them meeting each other, whereas in actual fact they didn't necessarily, but you could spin it out that somewhere they could do sort of thing. And I think that would I think that would sell well for them because people, you know, like regular Joe's going to a convention or whatever, there'd be that recognition aspect like there is with Figura Obscura. It's like, well, hang on a minute, I, I recognise that look. What is that? And then you'll get people drawn in and I think that could be a really good line for them. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, speaking about regular Joes, I think that's probably the un- the other other thing that's left to be unsaid about this is maybe some sort of military type legions line. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. And I think that then, given all the you know all the lines that kind of cover that or whatever, maybe super modern type military would be more interesting. Uh, to collect, but I don't think they'll they'll do that by any stretch of the imagination. But I do think it's an option that they might have on the desk for discussing if they have all these things. But I mm. think uh, of the ones I've heard, I think probably the most likely or maybe the best is the samurai legions. I think that's one that could definitely or or Asian themed of some sort. 
Yeah. Uh, and try tap, tapping into that Dragon Ball slash Monkey King market, you know. Yeah. You could have ninjas in there as well. You know, when, when they... Ninjas, I keep out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe when when they uh, when they see the Chinese retailer order pre-orders for the retailer wave, they might suddenly go, I think we're doing Samurai Legions here. <laughs> <laughs> there would appear to be a market for it. <laughs> I think it'd be very cool and you can imagine it would look incredible. And actually yeah. it worked quite well with the chunky build of, of legions as well, probably. Yeah. It would with all the armor looking everything absolutely, yeah. yeah. We could have some two point oh ninjas with uh with one or two legs, depending. Definitely. Uh right. Uh, there's only three legged ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how happy his wife is. <laughs> I had to get one of them in. I had to get one of them in every episode. Um, right. Uh, we're on to Ralph. Ralph Mouse. Uh, Ralph Legion's customs now everywhere. He used to be DC Moto Nerd, but uh, he's changed his uh, his handle for more appropriateness. Um, did you already get your chipping notice? He wants to know. <laughs> and then he said, just joking, just joking. He doesn't want the wrath of Rich. So... Fair, fair, fair. Um, and this is a cool one. Uh, what is the most anticipated figure you ordered in the in-stock sale? Mine is... For me, it... Sorry. Uh, mine is Demistrios because it's the one I don't have. Uh, not to blow my trumpet. <laughs> I mean, the others. But, uh, you know, I was at Legion's concert. Most of these were available at Legion's Please concert. Please John alone, will you? Come on. <laughs> Uh, Rich, I think you were going to say the same, were you? Yeah, same one. Same same for me. It's, um, I don't have a Vorgus either, but Demistros is the one I'm more excited oh, about. Yeah, just that I keep saying the name wrong. Yeah. Naughty step for me. Um, Mal? Cosmic water, isn't it? Just because <laughs> it's hard to... So you just, you're looking forward to having a number of Cosmic for... water, yeah. Considering you got yeah, it's, it's parts. <laughs> you yeah. got three figures in the sense. Yeah, and it's all for parts. Yeah. It's all for bits. So it's yeah. Uh, and then the question for Rich, I think mostly which figure. So for me, it's the Valiant Knight. I ordered four for myself. Uh, which figure did you order most of, and how many? Uh, it was a Shadow Walk Grunt, and I ordered ten of them. <gasps> wow! Uh, and are they? Uh, all uh, for popping heads on, or is there is there some of them going to get repainted and fully? Or uh, there'll be some. I think there'll be some repainting. So three of them will be mainly heads. Um, Darn him, Blaze Bear painted some amazing Shadow Walk heads using the Jason Rodriguez sculpts. So I've purchased three of those off him. Yeah. Um, so so that added three Shadow Walk grunts to my order straight away. Uh, and then I came up with um, what I think is a really cool idea. I won't go into details now because I'm going to work on it a bit for another little faction of um of six characters um watch this space um prop masters i will be contacting you about some uh sculpting um and i think the shadow Walk bodies would work really well with those but I, the idea with that is that i will do some painting on the armor and that sort of thing to make those a bit different cool um right uh, and then we move on to dave dave derrick um were you surprised how quickly the Valiant Knight sold out, or is it what you expected? 
I can definitely say 15 minutes was not what I expected. An hour or two, yeah, sure. That was kind of my ballpark for it. If any figure was going to sell out, depending on numbers. Now, if they had thousands and thousands more of them, maybe not. But I thought an hour or two, given, you know, the amount of stuff up for sale. Uh, but when you see the uh, the guys from... Uh, that I spoke about earlier, scalping them on, in Europe, then you won't, you understand where a lot of them went. Yeah, yeah. I was a bit. Uh, my response. I obviously looked over the questions. It's a little bit. Yeah, uh, same sort of thing as you. I expected them to last longer. I thought more people had listened to what Dorclair had to say because he's spot on. <laughs> you know, we're getting the figure again. From, with more accessories, yes, a little more expense. In fact, I'm not sure it's going to be that much more expensive, is it? Same price. Um, exactly the yeah. same price. Yeah. So it's a little bit foolish of people, but whatever. Um, I think you're right. Well, it's I, I want it now or I want it. Yeah. I, I think yeah. there has yeah. been a lot of... Uh, End of the year. There has been a lot of uh, information, you know, good people like Dorkler putting out information about, you know, this figure is just um, this figure without the soft goods. Uh, the 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 Templar without the soft goods, so don't don't panic on it. But people still make their choice and FOMO. It's a like this uh, retro choice Hamburg crowd. What they're looking for is someone that's ill informed about the line coming along, desperate to get the figure and uh, paying over the over the odds for it. That's their business oh. model, and that's unfortunately where a lot of people's business Despite. model is. There seems to be a lot of people in the cabal who have no reason to be ill-informed are ill-informed. So. Yeah, so that's where you see. That's how these clowns are able to make money, unfortunately. Um, yeah, well, somebody in the UK will have a Valiant Knight despite not buying it because um, I sold one on eBay uh, before Christmas, posted it, and um, yeah, it was never delivered. So oh. somewhere in the UK, someone has a Valiant Knight, um, a thieving postie or someone that's bought a, a job lot of undelivered boxes by the royal mail sort of thing but yeah. did you get screwed for that or did ebay cover it uh ebay won't cover it. i need to put a claim in with the royal mail um mm. but the ship the postage option i chose was better for the buyer but not for me so i'm gonna probably lose like 30 quid on the figure oh. um because the insurance isn't there but it's first in 10 years of selling bits and bobs on ebay wow. it's the first time i've ever had anything but it was three things that i posted the same day i posted seven things that that same day four of which is delivered fine as normal Three of them went up to the Manchester area, and all three disappeared, mm. never to be seen again. Manchester so, sorting sure office has uh, a tea yeah, leaf in it. Had a, yes, yeah. I think it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if they were Christmas temp, that's why they were there. <laughs> yeah. So, assuming you have none of the figure obscures that are were released last year, Dave asks, uh, which one would you get from the retailer wave? So, you've none Ollie. of these. Monkey King for me, hundred percent. Monkey King for me as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a brilliant figure. I mean, oh, yeah, and, and I agree, but let's yeah, I, Mal, you don't need to explain yourself. <laughs> it's a and B, also, <laughs> also a good option. Now, if you chose Red Death, yeah. uh, you might have then to spend have 10 minutes on the naughty <laughs> step trying to explain yourself. <laughs> Despite the fact that that is also a cool figure. And then uh, Dave also asks. Are you looking forward more to the 1.0 Viking, so Tarasis, I believe he's he's talking about there, or the 2.0 Viking skeleton? Dave, if you've listened to this far, you don't need my answer, so I'll put it over to my other two fine gentlemen co-hosts. 
the one point zero by a country mile. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's it's walking to New Jersey and back distance, isn't it? Yeah, it's as you said. You know, it's it's one point zeros and it's brute scale Vikings. It's not a little piddly two point zero Viking skeleton. It's like no, 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 no. How would they row the boat? I mean, I'll still know? buy one, but no, no, no. Yeah. And you were yeah, up in you were in Denmark, Dave. You know this. I mean, they're big up there. You know, <laughs> one point oh for me as well. It's it's just it just looks a lot cooler yeah. anyway, doesn't it? There you go, Dave. Thanks for the questions. They were awesome. Um, like everyone so far. And our last question of the night comes from Matrick, uh, and he asks: the crate accessory pack in the Oxcrew Cosmic Wave was one of the major surprises during the reveal last year. Would you like to see an accessory pack like that in the Mythic line? Absolutely. If so, what kind of accessories would you like to see? Or do you think the third party companies have it covered? Now, I'll just say as a straight up, there's loads of awesome things from the third party companies. I would still want one from the Horsemen because factory plastic, you can do a bit more with it it's not breakable as much and blah 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 and I'd also like to see their take because you know we're all in this because of the horsemen but what do you boys think of that first off and then we can get into the specifics first so Mal what about you yeah I think it'd be great um I'd, I'd like more for cosmics obviously as well but and and it's not just if you think about he didn't ask for cosmics that come... <laughs> 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 no, was good well I was about like cosmics go Mal <laughs> and if you think about uh, if you think about uh, like the accessories that are coming with figure obscura they are essentially that sort of thing um you know you think about the safe and the chains and all that and the books you think about the clock um so there's already some really cool diorama pieces are we going to call them uh, yeah there. and they could only do more and better <laughs> rich I would love it, but with a caveat that it would have to be a separate thing to a wave. Uh, the cosmic one, although it looks cool, that took the place of a figure. And for me, that's no. So I'd happily see them do stuff for mythics and yeah, more for on, cosmic. On the assumption, on the assumption that the, like, they weren't going to put a figure in that slot, you know, would you not be cool In with that it? case, it's fine. But I, I think they would have put a figure in that slot. I think they're very careful about yeah, how much they're going to charge. Is it really... You know, is it really worth considering that? Because there's no other way. They're not going to release a wave of like bits. You know, it has to come in a wave. Then I'd I'd rather do that then. Really? Personally. Wow. Yeah. So it's like that sounds that sounds like I'm throwing my rattle out of the pram. It's not. Well, it is. It, I, it's like it's I like don't want it. <laughs> it's like oh, I do you want that. dessert, Rich? Uh, yeah, sure, but only if I can eat dinner. I know, yeah, there's no dinner. No, not eating it. <laughs> it was a little bit like that, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the sort of thing. I, I don't think that's the sort of thing I do. In fairness, I I went into a, a same. If you posted the that morning. on the cabal, then my wife were gonna kill me. They'd be slagging you off about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's me in a nutshell. I went I went into a local Sainsbury's uh, supermarket in the UK uh, this morning. Saw a packet of biscuits on offer, took it to the till, it scanned up as more than it wants. So I was like, forget it then, don't worry about it. And I went somewhere else and spent more on the same thing. 
or a very similar thing. A very similar thing. So this That's this is how daft I am. It's you like, no, it's a principle thing. You, you run to you, I'm out of it. You remind me of my dad. He's like he's like penalizing himself because of his uh, inverted commas principles. You know, I was going to say to be fair, I can cut. I would. That is the sort of thing. Depending on what mood I'm in, I might do that. If I'm annoyed already, and I've gone for the biscuits to cheer me up, and then that happens, I'm walking out of there, and, and like Rich says, going and spending more somewhere else just to piss them off that don't know I'm doing it. You know? Yeah, that was basically me this morning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In there, done it. right there with you. Yeah, that just reminds me of my dad. Yeah. Wow. Well, he did spend ten years living in the UK, so maybe he picked it up off his. <laughs> that indignant British attitude that we've got, isn't it? <laughs> you and then, what? assuming Rich what? that that you know it it comes on its own, it's just its own thing. It didn't take up a figure. We can reassure you, Rich. Uh, what would you like to see? Um, I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see battlefields type stuff. So, um, maybe a weapons rack that. Could that could go in like a little tent that comes with it. You know, they're into the soft goods now. You could have like a, a you know, the sort of tents you get the generals in an old battle. They'll be in one of those sort of thing with like a weapons rack. So they could just head out the door, grab the sword, the shield, off they go. Um, and maybe things like, um, like defensive positions on a battlefield. So like, you know, wooden stakes facing out the other way and that sort of thing. I'd love all that sort of stuff, like a battlefield look. Brilliant. Matt, what do you think? I guess I rich sense is much better. I only came out with one thing and I was but I was thinking on a little campfire setup. Yeah. That works as well, Mal was my setup. Yeah. 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 I think they could be dipping their arrows in it to light them and then firing them off. So definitely got the There you go, yeah, with the little cauldron above it. That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd like kind of rocks and barrels and logs, uh, that kind of stuff. Um you know, maybe you do love a good barrel, don't you, John? Yeah, love the barrels. Yeah. Um, also, you have to think about the different factions. So, like Noble Bear, what's up in the, that kind of area? You know, kind of sandy, kind of desert wasteland. What do you find up there? Not much, really. It's actually kind of tricky to think about that. Um, you know, Sons of the Red Star. So, do you want the kind of bar scene? You know. That we we had the the Kubira story, mm. so do you want the kind of you know table bar kind of scene? That would be awesome, you know. And then you could use that for your dwarfs and your goblins, kind of you know, to make fun pictures as well. Because you have to think about all this stuff is probably perfect for photographers and obviously for you know making a nice display on the shelf. But first and foremost, you know, you're going to get awesome photos from the awesome community of photographers out there. Um, yeah. so that kind of stuff but if I was to go through the factions and then like Arathir like lots of fiery stuff so like loads of those sword type flame effects and you know fire flame effects and you know maybe like lava kind of rocks and stuff like that so yeah. there's maybe a way of teaming it in that way you know Xylona's flock so you know then you're talking about more kind of uh uh, like organic kind of hedges and rocks with kind of moss on them and you know bright fighters as a rock basically you know yeah <laughs> um well and then talking about the ones we've just got okay they came with all those spell effects and a few things mm. but uh 
like a a, a, we, a table with uh, um, potion bottles and spell things and you know, yeah. And that would mm-hmm. be cool. My kids. Would you want to flock, John? Can I check? Yeah, absolutely flocked. Yeah, flocked yeah. and yeah. kind of you know everything, all sorts of flocked, glued bits of actual rock and you know bits of real grass and whatever you can put on it with glue. Um, and again, you can have a pile of rocks on a battlefield thing. That's you know, yeah, the stuff to load into catapults. So yeah. it's like, yeah, got my oil boiling, got my flame. Yeah, maybe you want to, ready. you yeah. know, maybe you want a cannon and a catapult and stuff. You know, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, I don't think they do a cannon because I think they're keen to stay away from the oh, okay. gunpowder thing, aren't they? Okay. But if they do that accessory stuff, then I can pick up one of those amazing, yeah, um, catapults, Steph. Yeah, Delator did brilliant, yeah. and then I've got stuff to put in it to fire. So yeah. But yeah, when I was in, you know, opening my box of stuff, which is all over here, Rich, if you want to have a look. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you could have won. Thank Bullseye. you. Bullseye. I, I hope you have lots of fun here's, opening it, John. Here's what you could have won. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the kids are obviously, they love opening the boxes themselves. So, you know, I let them off. They can do that. And there was so much twisty tots and, and those little plastic things to, to clip. Mal, that's a killer, isn't it? nearly clipped my finger off at some stage um but once the spell effects got out i mean they did a whole hour and a half of just playing with the spell effects (laughs) and they had the odd figure in here and there but like you know he wound the ben wound the snake uh the different uh, translucent snake spell effects all together into like three different snakes that was kind of cool um it really works. And they're really, they're not breakable. Like, I mean, obviously you can smash them, but like, you know, normal yes. play with kids is not going to break these. Uh, the, the plastic is perfect, kind of uh, uh, flexible, like a flex to, to do that. And uh, yeah, with the, the funny, the gate, like they have a rack of gore and a couple of the guys and they're playing like, you know, a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want a muffin? Yeah. Do you want a blue muffin or a red muffin or you know? <laughs> do you and the, and there was the spell effect from one of them. Uh, the I think it's from uh, the demon dude. What's he say? As a hazer, and it's kind of this purple kind of. Spirit. It's like, oh, do you want to do you do you want a milkshake with this purple thing on it? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. It's beautiful. The imagination. Yeah, they don't see they don't see the evil battles that are to come. well guys we 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 did a podcast out of all that stuff and next week we'll do another one so thanks for all your questions patrons i didn't forget one no i didn't thank you um we're gonna go off and buy more joes and then next time we might borrow legions (laughs) take it easy yeah the um the rocket system for the joes is available now on Off we go. (laughs) More rockets. And remember, if you're firing rockets, stay safe.